The USDA releasing its August WASDE report on Thursday. Dan Bossie is president of Ag Resource Company out of Chicago. The report was generally bullish. Big cuts in world wheat production, including Canada down to 24, Russia at 72 and a half. Uh, and then we had a smaller than expected U.S. corn yield, uh, 174.6, along with a soybean yield of 50.0. Everything uh, that came on the low end of trade expectations and the markets rallied accordingly. As you stand back from it, uh, the demand from Canada for feed and the uh, Brazilian corn crop at 87 is likely to get smaller. So we've still got a bullish cadence going forward. It's just now about deciding whether or not those U.S. soybean and corn yields can be verified by either the combine or by producer checks. Taking a look at what's happening provincially, Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers says 7% of the provincial crop is now combined. 6% of the crop is ready to straight combine. 54% of winter wheat, 51% of fall rye, and 37% of field pea, and then 29% of lentils are now in the bin. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's quite normal. Usually, you know, uh, winter cereals and then your pulses come off first. Uh, but there's um, quite a few fields of canola being swathed and I'm sure being combined quite quickly. Harvest is most advanced in the south and west central region of the province. 12% of the crop has been combined in the southwest, 8% in the southeast and 7% in the west central areas. Struthers says with the shower activity off and on over the last week, it did cause some delays in the harvest. He notes that rain did help slightly with the moisture conditions. Just with the, the small amount of rain, people, I think uh, my reporters got a little excited, but it's good to see uh, the optimism and the hope there. Um, crop plan topsoil moisture is rated as 6% adequate, 32% short, and 62% very short. Uh, hay and pasture land was rated as 5% adequate, 28% short, and 67% short. So those numbers improved slightly from last week. Of course, haying operations are wrapping up. Dryland hay yields are coming in at less than a ton per acre, which is below average. Irrigated hay yields for green feed are coming in at around 2.2 tons per acre. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture has started to work on facilitating a Hay West initiative to send surplus hay from farmers in the east to those struggling in the west. Farmers across the prairies are facing a dire hay shortage due to the devastating and prolonged drought conditions. The first Hay West initiative occurred back in 2002 when prairie farmers were facing a similar situation. Years later, it turned around and we sent hay east. I'll be talking with a representative from the Canadian Federation of Agriculture today on the initiative and what's happening. I'll have more on that conversation for you on Monday. And the federal government has launched a call for proposals for the On-Farm Climate Action Fund. Starting this year and until 2024, the $200 million fund will provide direct support to farmers to adopt beneficial management practices that store carbon and reduce greenhouse gas emissions in three target areas. Cover cropping, nitrogen management and rotational grazing practices. Activities supported through the fund are expected to reduce GHG submissions by up to 2 million tons by 2024 and 1 million per year ongoing compared to the current projections. 
The application process is underway and will run until September 26th. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler.